Welcome, welcome, welcome to a Geek Keys with Kim production, where we discuss all things real estate, legacy and wealth building, community development, and engagement. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Spotify, and my website, as well as to share this podcast with your network. And just as a friendly reminder, this podcast should not be considered legal advice unless otherwise stated. Get Keys with Kim does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to part two of the episode where we discuss the Healthy Neighborhoods Loan Program. Our featured guests are Renice Turner of Neighborhood Housing Services and Carlton Dunn of M&T Bank. If you missed part one, we discussed the origin of the Healthy Neighborhoods Program, its connection to neighborhood housing services, purchase and renovation loans, as well as incentives. Listen in as we discuss some additional benefits of Healthy Neighborhoods. Um, and in talking to clients, um, you know, at least I, I am a visual person and sometimes you just have to show folk. And um, with the literature that Healthy Neighborhoods has uh, provided its coordinators, they give an example. For instance, if your mortgage, <clears throat> excuse me, your, your mortgage is 1058 with your private mortgage insurance and without having the PMI, it's only $968. That's a savings of $90 a month and $1,080 a year. That savings could be used for um, uh, a vacation, um, down payment on a car, what, you know. Mm. Yeah. Say it one more time, because we can't, we, we don't see, we can't see the outdoors. So save, exactly. Save <laughs> I'm telling you, I mean, if you have a mortgage of $1,058 with PMI and a and without PMI, it's $968. That's a savings of $90 and to do a whole lot of things mm-hmm. with, you know. And um, also, um, Carlton talked about the third party with the architect. Um, when I tell folk that with, with the um, renovation, Neighborhoods will provide an architect for free to help the buyer plan improvements to uh, review the contractor's proposal. And I think that's a big caveat. Okay. You cut out a little bit, so I just want to confirm. You said that through Healthy Neighborhoods, they provide an architect that will review for free the that plans for the home, correct? That is correct. And, and I'll, I'll just clarify, for free for the consumer, it's not, it's not a free service, but that's just because Healthy Neighborhoods is, is taking on that responsibility. They, again, their goal is to make the process as simple for the buyer as possible. And so they've hired a, a they have a, an architect on staff, on retainer, so to speak, who reviews those plans mm-hmm. so that the borrower doesn't have to go out and find someone to do that themselves. And can I just say, as a realtor, that I find to be one of the most difficult parts for home buyers. So I oftentimes have home buyers that will ask me, well, what do you think about foreclosures? And what do you think about um, distress? We call them distressed properties. So short sales and things where it requires work. And naturally, I say, well, you know, you go with what makes you feel comfortable. However, know that there's some additional steps 
that you have to take when you're dealing with a distressed property that you don't have to deal with when it's what we call a resale so or a turnkey or move-in ready home. You know, there's some extra steps. And so oftentimes, and investors too, when it comes time to picking contractors or being connected with reputable individuals in the community yes. to do work for home improvement, this is where it's very gray right here. You know, and everyone, well, I won't say everyone, <laughs> there are some people that will assume, well, because my cousin does it, you know, let me go with my cousin, or I don't know anybody else, so let me just go with, you know, someone in the phone book, or I looked up on Angie's Angie's list or Craigslist, and, you know, I found this person. So to know that Healthy Neighborhoods has a database or a resource, not only that buyers can look to and homeowners can look to for reputable vendors, but that there's someone on staff almost as like a guide, an extra guide, like just extra help. It's a, it takes a village. This is what it feels like, yeah, like raising right. a child. I do want to clarify, you know, that, that healthy neighborhoods. Um, so, so one thing they won't do though, they will not really recommend, and this is most Anybody who's helping you on the back end of the process doesn't want to necessarily be involved in the selection of your contract. That is correct. So they do still leave that up to the buyer or the or the homeowner to 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 work up the to, to find the contractor and negotiate pre negotiate sort of the the agreement. How much is going to cost? How how long can would take to do it? Those things. That's still going to be the homeowner's responsibility. But what happens is, and I've had this recently, where just like you said, I had a customer who was buying a home. They wanted to do it, an extensive, I mean, over a $100,000 renovation to this home. They had a family member who was supposedly a reputable contractor who worked up this estimate, um, provided it to them. The, the first, I guess the first red flag in that case was that the, the agent, right, the buyer's agent was wondering, you know, how the costs were so negligible. Like how, how are you able to do all this work at this cost because they had experience with renovations and it just didn't seem likely that it was legitimate. But, you know, I guess, you know, it was the family hookup. So, oh, this is, this is what I'm going to get. So that workup was then forwarded. So that's, this is the first step in the process. Once you have your, with Healthy Neighborhoods, once you have your estimate, the first thing you're going to do is send that over to the Healthy Neighborhoods architect. And they're going to, the first step is to search the credentials of that contractor mm -hmm. that you provided immediately it came back that this person did not have a, a mhic license in the state of maryland they were attempting to work under someone else's license with their letterhead and so the mm -hmm. it immediately you know the the buyer was consulted and said okay we don't think this is going to work we, you need to get more legitimate estimates and wouldn't you know it the actual contractor that the realtor recommended she i think she provided a list of two or three borrow selected one came out got an estimate that was almost three times as much as that wow. estimate. you know wow. just because it was more legitimate costs and that yeah. that was a licensed and insured contractor they had their their resume they had experience in the neighborhood mm -hmm. that the buyer was buying in it's completely night and day now so and it, and that's again the first step that, that the healthy neighborhoods architect is going to do is to research the the contractor to make sure this isn't someone who's going to get you halfway there and then you know you can't find them or the work exactly okay and, and Carlton, just to follow up on on two things that we've 
we did touch on, but just for clarity, most people are familiar with loan products such as VA, FHA, conventional, USDA, things like that. You mentioned that Healthy Neighborhood is a purchase loan. So is it not one of those or does it fall under one of those categories for those that are like, well, how does this work? I've never heard of Healthy Neighborhood. Right. So just to provide, I mean, this may be more information that you're asking for. So just to give a distinction between those kind, those categories that you mentioned, FHA is the Federal Housing Administration. They manage a one kind of government-insured loan program. Uh, if you're a military veteran or active duty um, or reservist or some other DOD, some limited amount of DOD um, personnel, you may have access to a veterans administration. So when you say VA, that's the veterans administration insured loan type. Um, USDA, very similar to those first two, is a government agency, the United States Department of Agriculture, that has a rural housing uh, loan program. Those three work very similarly, just they're managed by those three different agencies. And then outside of that government um, pool of loans, VA, USDA, and FHA, then there's the biggest pool, which is a conventional loan. And those are privately insured um, mortgages. So that's the distinction. Uh, you have government agencies that manage VA, USDA, and FHA, and then conventional, which is the other sort of more general set of loans that um, are, are privately insured on the back end. And so what the way the healthy neighborhoods, and outside of all of those, lend, individual lenders and mortgage companies can develop their own loan programs. And what they usually do is tie them or, or mirror one or more of those government or conventional loan programs. And so the healthy neighborhoods loan is structured like a conventional loan, except that, that it's not that there's no private mortgage insurance required. And so what it's called is a portfolio product. That means that the bank or the company or the nonprofit in this case that developed the program and funds the program manages that loan pool. And so many banks have niche products that they call portfolio products and Healthy Neighborhoods is a portfolio conventional style mortgage. Gotcha. Okay. So I feel like you've answered this question and Vernice, this question is for you too, as far as the down payment incentives are concerned. As it relates to the purchase and renovate product, so the purchase home loan product, is this open to investors? Vernice, are there down payment, quote, down payment assistance or closing cost assistance, assistance products for solely investors? Solely for homeowners. This is solely for homeowners. This is solely for homeowners. This is not for, in, for investors or flippers. Um, and I wanted to add this as well, as far as the purchase rehab loan is concerned. Um, this offer of the purchase rehab loan is, well, it can be used if someone, if someone wanted to purchase a property that had one to four units. Yeah. And, um, mm, okay. don't say it again, Kim. Also known as Yep. Multifamily units, yes. if someone's interested in multifamily, they, they could. But remember, that. they still okay. have to occupy exactly. one of the units as their primary residence in that case. Exactly. And um, gotcha. the piece about um, the Healthy Neighborhoods Purchase Rehab uh, Loans, these are good on what Healthy Neighborhood identifies as target blocks or postcard blocks. 
And um, a lot of people say, well, what is that, Bernice? What is a target block? Okay. Um, let me explain. Target blocks are like the strongest blocks in the neighborhood. They are sometimes referred to as like postcard blocks or premier blocks. And they usually have high levels of home ownership and engaged residents. Um, and this enables healthy neighborhoods to have a significant impact by helping to rebuild the real estate market. So um, there are certain streets in all of the healthy neighborhoods, communities. I think, um, Colton, you mentioned there are what, 41 or 46? 46. 46. So in all of the 46 healthy neighborhood communities, each community is identified with target blocks. And Greater Mondarmin has many target blocks in that community. So, um, and there are quite a few multifamily dwellings in that area. And usually when I do home buying uh, workshops, when I let people know that they could use the Healthy Neighborhoods Purchase Rehab Loan to purchase a property like that, they become very interested. So, so just to confirm, with the with the purchase rehab loan, that individual has to live within a target block. However, with the with the purchase loan in general, so not to rehab, they can live in any of the forty six neighborhoods in which healthy neighborhoods the, serves. Okay. Is that correct? I think I may be able to clarify. Okay. Oh, okay. So okay. so the forty six neighborhoods in each of the forty six neighborhoods, there is at least some blocks that are eligible for the Healthy Neighborhoods loan program, either from a purchase or a, a you know, a second mortgage for re renovation aspect. Some communities, the entire neighborhood is eligible. And so it, it gets difficult to sort of memorize those. I, mean, I could probably go down a list of the, the neighborhoods, but there is a very comprehensive um, listing of which neighborhoods and which blocks, if, the, if there are only neighborhoods available in that block, are on the healthyneighborhoods.org website. All you do is go to the website, click on our neighborhoods, and you'll see a comprehensive list, the neighborhood listing. And then if, if it's only blocks in that neighborhood, those target blocks and the addresses that are eligible, you know, this, the, the house numbers within those blocks that are eligible will be on the website. So that's probably the best resource to determine eligibility for the yes. program. Okay. So eligibility is based on that list, if people want to know what what neighborhoods are eligible, they can go online to Healthy Neighborhoods website and go to our neighborhoods, and then that will give them yes. the outline of it. That's that is correct. correct. That's correct. Okay. Oh, makes perfect sense. Okay. So if no, I, can I also wanted gears, to add this I'm as sorry. well. The purchase rehab loan also can be used on foreclosed or vacant properties that are located anywhere within a Healthy Neighborhoods boundary. Right. So as you mentioned, okay. can distress yeah. sales, so if it's a distress yes. sale, there are no target blocks. As long as it's in an eligible neighborhood, it's eligible. Gotcha. Okay. I get that question asked often too. So that's good to know. So we're looking at target blocks for, in, in general, within the healthy neighborhoods communities, those 46 neighborhoods. However, if it's distressed, then it doesn't have to be on a target block. Anywhere where correct. a healthy neighborhood serves is a go. That's correct. Okay. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, 
I learn new stuff every day. I'm loving this. Okay. Just to switch gears a bit, we've talked about the home buyer piece and the purchase rehab loans. Can we get a little bit into the refinance options and the and a reno- renovation or repair options for current homeowners? We certainly can. So, and I would I would actually say I'm thinking of it in my head now just to make sure this is not um, out of pocket. But the the purchase right. and the refinance um, options are identical, right? So what happens is if a customer if a, a person owns a home and they're re- renovating it and they want to roll their existing mortgage into the new loan, that works almost exactly like the purchase financing. So, you know, we just have to make sure that the value supports it, that they can qualify. And so they would end up with, you know, a low interest first mortgage with the renovation funds escrowed to be completed after the renovation, after the refinance settles, right? So those two work similarly. But let's say, for instance, you have you have, you own a property in one of these neighborhoods, and you just have a a, a repair or renovation that you need to get done. You don't want to do a home equity loan because of the structure of those loans. You know, you're taking out interest only, and then you've got to manage the renovation piece. You can do a limited renovation uh, financing loan with us without refinancing your existing loan. Let's say you have a three percent interest rate. You don't want to, you know, with no mortgage insurance and you're almost paid off, you don't want to roll that into a new 10, 20, or 30-year term. You just want to get this renovation done. Well, if your renovation is $20,000 or less, then we have a home improvement second mortgage with similar terms, a very low interest rate. You know, the qualifying is relatively straightforward. Um, And so if you have a limited renovation that you want to do, you don't want to refinance, you're not buying the home, there are some... Um, we do have a, a secondary home equity or home improvement second mortgage that you could you could use to finance that renovation at a low interest rate. And can we back up just a minute, just for clarification purposes? You mentioned Carlton that the purchase rehab and the refinance are yes almost like identical tools here. But can you explain how that works? for the homeowner. So let's just use there is a house in in a target block and the homeowner paid 140 for the house 3 years mm-hmm. ago. And now they would like to refinance and make some repairs at the same right. time. That would be possible if the house would support like if the neighborhood would support that value so they could get 140 or more the value of that house is at 140 right. or more and then like how does that work for those that are trying right. to figure so that here's piece the out. key piece to that scenario ordinarily and you know this kim as a realtor you ordinarily um if you purchased a home within the last few years unless that neighborhood is, is there's a lot of movement or development in that neighborhood you more than likely haven't established much more value than what you paid for it right you, you normally there's a a period of very reasonable, I, would say, I wouldn't say slow, but there's a reasonable um, uh, valuation increase. There's a reasonable amount of appreciation from year to year. You're, you're usually not going to, unless it's 2006 all over again, you're not going to see, you know, doubling of the values within a very short period of time. So ordinarily, it's tough to refinance a mortgage when 
you've recently purchased it. Um, but with a renovation loan, what happens is we're actually going to ask an appraiser to look at the value of your home, what it will be once your renovation is complete. So once you have your estimate, at part of the, uh, the first part of the application process is going to be an appraiser coming to your home, looking at your renovation, looking at your house as it is, and then also looking at the renovation that you want to do and telling us, the lender, how much they feel your home is going to be worth at the end of your renovation. And so that's a way you can, you're actually pre-using the value after your renovation is complete. And so that is the key piece for qualifying for this kind of a loan uh, when you're recently purchased a home. The value ordinarily wouldn't be there, but because we're asking the appraiser to determine what it will be worth when your renovation is complete, you sort of pre, you build in that equity as part of the application process for the loan. As long as the value supports it, then we do the loan for more than you owe. We take a piece to pay off what you currently owe, and then the rest is what we hold back for your renovation to pay your contractor as the renovation is done. At the end of the renovation period, you have one loan for the total amount that you're borrowing. With, with your no <laughs> and I would take it a step further um, with healthy neighborhoods. We don't encourage this, of course, but healthy neighborhoods, because they've built in all these flexibilities, the one, of, one key piece is that we actually have a, a threshold of 110% of that projected value. So if it's close, there's room within healthy neighborhoods to make it work, even if the total amount's going to be slightly more than the projected value. Now, we don't, it's not, you don't really want to be in that position if you can avoid it. Um, but if the value is close, we're, we still have some flexibility to get the financing done because we can actually go up to 110% of the current market value for the Healthy Neighborhoods Program. <laughs> this is amazing. I'm telling you. Okay. Every time. I thought, you know, in this business, as a realtor, I hear a lot of things from a lot of different people and you feel like you, you have a good, solid understanding and then you, you start a podcast and you learn all this new stuff and you're like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Okay, so I do have one final question for each of you and then of course, I would love for you guys to share your contact information for any listener that um, may either find this helpful for themselves or may be helpful for those within their network. So based on each of your perspective roles, looking at the NHS portion and the down payment assistance for Nice, and then the loan portion, Carlton, who is eligible for healthy neighborhood services? Like, who would, or, or if it's easier, who is not eligible? Because that might be Sometimes we, that might be a little bit easier to say what's not eligible. We know investors are not on this list. What else or either who is eligible or who is um, not eligible? In my understanding, uh, oh, oh, I'll I was going to say, if you want to go first, Carlton, you can. <laughs> so from a mortgage, I, I can. From a, from the mortgage standpoint, um, existing homeowners buying a, yeah. you know, looking to buy a new home, are not going to be eligible. You can't have, you can't own more than one property and, and use the healthy neighborhoods loan. It has to be for your primary residence. And really the only way for us to verify that right. is you can't have another property. We, we couldn't make you live in one if you own two, you know? So um, 
you, if you're an existing homeowner, you can't use this to purchase another home. You may be able to use it to update or renovate your current home. Um, right. An investor, as you mentioned, right. Tim, cannot use it. Um, and then if you're buying outside, again, the, one of the first things we've got to do when you're even thinking of using this program is to determine that your home is in an eligible area. So there is um, a listing online, but there's also a, an app that we use very frequently to kind of tell us the name of the neighborhood that the home is in. And then we quickly cross-reference that against the list of 46 neighborhoods to find out if it's even in an eligible neighborhood. That um, app is called Code Maps okay. Baltimore. If you Google that, it'll bring it up. You put in the address and it'll, right. we'll, we'll be able to determine the information. This might be a lot of overload for a buyer, but we can tell whether it's eligible right. people in, that, in the neighborhood name. Um, but other than that, I mean, for the loan, that's, where, it. that's about it. You, you can't have an right. existing home. You can't be an investor. Right. And it has to be and, in an eligible neighborhood. And you said code, C-O-D-E, code, code maps, maps right. with an Baltimore. F Baltimore. Okay. And as far as credit is concerned, because that's, that's a big talk right now. Is there a minimum uh, yes. credit score that is required? Yes, there is. So for, for the loan, again, for the purchase loan or the refinance loan, um, like most lenders, we're going to do a what we call a tri-merge credit report. We're going to look at all three scores from each applicant. And the representative score, the middle score of whoever's middle score is lower, is going to be the representative score and for healthy neighborhoods they're looking for a 620 middle score for the purchase or the right refinance. and for home improvement is 700 and again when i talked about the relationship between healthy neighborhoods and neighborhood housing services this is how um, neighborhood housing services is a great help because um, with neighborhood housing services one can go to what is called fast track for someone that might just need a little bit of help with uh, pulling their credit up to where it would be that it would meet a minimum a minimum credit credit score, or they can go for um, <clears throat> excuse me they can go for home buy education they can go for pre purchasing counseling but the counseling piece in around the credit is one of the things that NHS does and they do, and they do it very well and um, I and I and and talking to uh, residents in the greater Mondawmin area who wanted to get home improvement loans and they told me that their credit really wasn't that great. I referred them to NHS um, to pull their credit and then for them to sit down with a one-on-one -on -one counselor and go through what they needed to do to um, increase their credit score. So, yeah. Gotcha. And if I can say, I won't give specifics about, you know, where I live, but, you know, I'm a strong um, proponent of healthy neighborhoods, although I have not used the products and services, uh, <laughs> I will. Uh, I am in one of the 46 communities in which healthy neighborhoods Excellent. serves. Um, I have bought investment properties in one of the 46 areas and have been able to help the homeowners that have purchased um, those investment properties with connecting them with healthy neighborhoods. I went through NHS's um, home That's buyer fun. workshop, not the fast track because they didn't have that <laughs> at that time, but I was able to um, connect in a way that gave me the knowledge that I needed to make an informed decision as a buyer and then connect me to down payment assistance and funds to be able to purchase my home. I 
always tell everyone that it may not work out this way, but I only put yeah. down about $1,200 on my home. And as you said, Bernice, even though I was not able to use the Healthy Neighborhoods Purchase Loan, so I have PMI, I made sure because of the education that I received to live within my means so that I yeah. can do things like travel. Anyone who knows me knows that I travel four times a year. <laughs> under normal um, so I'm really going stir crazy. <laughs> right, under normal, right now I'm traveling from my bedroom to the kitchen. <laughs> kitchen to the bathroom. You know, I'm not doing too much traveling. But, you know, I yes. think it's so important to know that these things work because I am a living witness of them. I know that my neighbors have taken advantage of some of the healthy neighborhood services. Oh. So I know one of the things was these lampposts. So we do beautification in my area. So we did the lampposts. <laughs> I don't have one. I missed out on the all call for the lampposts. Um, we had the the lighted or the the backlight for the house numbers. So there's so many yeah. things that you know, even beyond the purchase loan, beyond the, the refinance and renovation, you know, it there is something for everyone here other than investors yeah, to absolutely. help make where you live a better place. So I'm a strong advocate for city living. I make I moved from the county to the city. One of the best decisions I've made. I'm I'm extremely grateful. Um, and more than that, I'm grateful for the two of you. Thank you so much. I know that this will be a blessing to those who are listening and to those who are connected you, to Tim. those who are listening. Thank you, uh, thank, so, you. So, thank you for the invitation. Before we go. No, thank you guys. Yes. So, don't leave just yet. It, Vernice will start with you. If you can just give your contact information, how they can reach you, either website, sure. Facebook, Instagram, any type of social media, LinkedIn. Okay. Um, telephone, whatever is the best way to reach you. Like to reach Vernice Turner, you can reach me at my email, which is V is in Victory, last name Turner, at nhsbaltimore.com. You can also call 410 there is another number you can reach me at, which is 410-327-1200, extension 123. I currently have a Greater Mondawmin Healthy Neighborhoods page, and I welcome everyone to go to that page. I also have a Mondawmin Nextdoor um, page set up as well. So um, I'm hoping that I will get calls or emails in regard to living in the greater Mondawmin area. It is truly a great place to live, work, and play. I love it. Malton, right, take right. us home. So yeah, the, probably the best way to reach me directly is gonna be our website. It's um, M as in Mary, T as in Tom, B as in boy.com, and then forward slash C done, D-U-N-N. That'll take you right to my M&T Bank website. A lot of information. If you, if you want to start an application, you can do it there. That's a, a good general purpose website. My, all my contact information is there. 
But to directly reach me by telephone, uh, my cell phone is the best way to reach me. Mortgage loan offers, you know, we travel with that 25-7. So uh, 443-750-2984. Again, my direct cell phone, 443-750-2984 or mtb.com forward slash cdone. Well, folks, you survived another episode with your favorite realtor, Kim McBride, also known as Get Keys with Kim. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube. I'm everywhere, folks. Have a great day, and we'll connect again again, soon. Thanks. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap, folks. Looking forward to you guys tuning in in another two weeks for a new episode of Real Talk and Real Estate with your girl, Kim McBride. Have a great day.